Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess who's here today? Joshua Shapiro is here today, the Crystal Skull Explorer. And I'm so excited Joshua is with me today. And Joshua, welcome to the program. Welcome back to High Road to Humanity. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here with you, Nancy. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you. And if you guys are not familiar with Joshua Shapiro, he's been involved with uh, the Crystal Skulls since 1983. And that's when he saw one made out of amethyst in Northern California, Amy. And he felt such a strong connection with this artifact that since that time, he has devoted his life and resources to sharing the best information he can about these crystalline artifacts with other people and all over the world and the future role they will play to help our planet and see world peace. Now, he also does a lot of work to help humanity. And that's why I'm really glad you're here today. And you guys, we're going to talk about extraterrestrials, among other things. But Joshua and I had decided that um, we wanted to talk about it because there are more and more ETs being spotted in the air. And Joshua, I'm going to let you um, just talk about it for a few minutes and I'll interject where, uh, where need be. Okay, so thank you for inviting me. And I thought first what I would say is why am I qualified to talk about UFOs? Okay. Because I think people need to know, you know, is this just some crazy person? Because a lot of people think if you talk about UFOs, you're crazy. Right. But <clears throat> I think that a lot of what happens today is those subjects which you know, supposedly in the major media, they say you're crazy, it's because you're talking about the truth. Right. So um, I've actually had two types of experiences that I would say are connected with, I call them galactics. I don't like to use the word extraterrestrial. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, and, and I, Gene Decode said that to me too. I have to be careful. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think they like to be called? I think they like galactics. Galactics, okay. Terrestrial. Okay. Focus is it on that it's looking at it from the earth where galactic is more galactic. You know, it's the whole universe. Galaxy, yeah. So yeah. To, to the galactics, we are galactics as well right. because we don't come from their planet either. So we're all, all brothers and sisters, but I just like galactics. Okay. So... Basically, I've had um, some experiences where I've either seen a craft as clouds that look like UFOs. Okay. Like, for example, when I was in Peru one time, high up in the Andes Mountains, looking for this blue skull, we did a meditation in a spot that I had been guided to. Okay. And there was a cloud that appeared to us, you know, right after we finished the meditation, clear in the sky. <laughs> looked exactly like a UFO. So I've seen these clouds that look like UFO and Las Vegas is the city I've lived in where I saw like about five or six or seven, one on top of the other. Wow. And, and 
The other thing you have to do when you're looking at the clouds is energetically too. I'm sensitive to energy. So I'm able to say, no, that's not a cloud. There's something inside of it. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen stars that blink multicolored lights and they'll move around if you focus on them. So that's kind of like the, the physical signs. The spiritual signs is um, George Hunt Williamson, who was an early UFO contactee in the 1950s. So he wrote a lot of amazing books. He talked about the cosmic wonders. And as he was describing this particular uh, type of galactic who is incarnated into the earth, that's who I feel that I truly am. A cosmic chimney sweep who goes from planet to planet and helps to lift those people into the light. And what happens is if I meet another wanderer, I feel the same type of energy through their eyes. And then the other thing I noticed too is that a lot of people who choose to have my private sessions with me Mm -hmm. are starseed, which again is another form of galactics who've incarnated into physical form to be here to help to bring the light to planet Earth. Right. So... Um, these are just some, some of the points. And I know I have guides, like there's a guide that I always feel off to my right shoulder. This is a galactic also. That's what the energy feels. I'm not sure what type of galactic it is, but we must have a soul connection. And then also, there was a lady who drew this picture from one of our crystal skulls. It's Rosalita, which is our human-sized rose quartz skull with a movable jaw. So people go to my website, they can see pictures of her. So we did an experiment and she drew a a feminine extraterrestrial who had, you know, elongated head. I had no idea what that was about. And then there was a medium I was working with and she starts saying, you know, by the way, you have this star sister who is um, from Andromeda and uh, you knew her in Atlantis and uh, she's still around you. So I figured out that drawing was from this star sister from Andromeda. Now they can't deal with the physical vibration we have. So I have an energetic or spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. Whenever I think about her, I feel like this is one of the ships that kind of watches over me and protects me. Like when I was in Peru too, I felt like, you know, because the challenge with the galactics is they can cloak themselves from us. Mm-hmm. And they uh, exist in other dimensions. However, there was an experiment that we did when we lived in North Carolina. We had um, these, uh, this couple, Missy and her husband, that we stayed with for a while. And they had a, um, what did they have? They had the uh, laser light. And they also had the, what is it called? Um, they used this kind of greenish color. And I forget the name of it. Okay. Used to to see um, uh, like an infra- like an infrared. So it's a nighttime vision with the laser light. Okay. And we were able to see not with our physical eyes, but when that light would shine upon them, we could see these lights moving around. And like I saw, I remember I saw one light that quickly jumped to hide behind the clock. Ah. So the, the point of all of this is is based on my experience and my soul knowledge is that the galactics are all around us. 
but they're in a different vibrational frequency. Mm-hmm. And unless you're working with your spiritual gifts, then, you know, if you're just using your physical gifts, you're not going to detect them. And of course they do that because the whole point is they're here to help, but they don't want to cause panic and fear. Right. Now, I think that a lot of the young people who've been brought up with Star Trek and Star Wars and Stargate and all this stuff, you know, if the Galactics show up, they're not going to be so surprised. Right. They're accustomed to it. But people like 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, they may not be so, um, you know, delighted. Welcoming. It's <laughs> just going to show up out of nowhere and teleport himself. And then all of a sudden, they're right there, right next to you. Yeah. You know, but you can see them physically. Mm-hmm. So these are the kind of experiences I've had, but I think it's because my soul is a wanderer. Yeah, I resonate and I know for a fact without any doubt or question whatsoever that they exist. They've been here forever. Mm-hmm. Okay? And a lot of the people, a lot of the so-called light workers that are here now are from other places, other worlds, other dimensions. He said, I want to come to the earth right now to be of service and help, but I have to be in the physical. Otherwise, what I'm going to share and teach and everything, the people won't totally understand this. Now, that does not even cover what I believe in. And I know there's a lot of whistleblowers out there who have talked about, you know, how like since the 1930s, the Germans and the Americans have had a direct contact with different galactic races. Matter of fact, one time when I was on, um, I think it was YouTube that I saw this, there was a video and it was showing this document that somebody had from Russia where they were talking about a hundred different galactic races. Yeah. And they were saying, these races are friendly, are spiritual, are here to help us. These races are not here to help us. They're not so kind and nice because you basically have three types of galactics you have. Uh, spiritually advanced who want to work with us and help us and love us. Right. Neutral galactics who don't really want to interact with us, but we have such a unique planet and a unique world because we have all these cultures and religions and philosophies. And my understanding is that most of the other planets that exist, they only have one philosophy. So a lot of galactics can't understand, (coughs) excuse me, how can commit humanity work together when they have such vast diversity mm-hmm. of beliefs and understanding of reality and religion and spirituality? And then, of course, we also have, which is um, more in the not so nice nefarious, you know, whether it's the greys or the draconians or, or the reptilians. reptilians. Yeah. And they apparently have had a lot of influence upon humanity trying to keep us so we don't awaken to our spirituality. Yeah, but we are waking up. And that's the cool thing about this. And, you know, I, absolutely. I, yeah. And, and I want to mention, you know, I did a little research myself and, and we'll talk about that today, but they've been here for, gosh, as long as we've been here. And, and there's evidence of that. And the cool thing I was watching this, um, this documentary last night, and I'll just mention this really quick because I'm in New Mexico and they were talking about Chaco Canyon. And I've been to Chaco Canyon twice. And if you look at Chaco Canyon from an aerial view, it looks like a spaceport 
from a long time ago, it looks like NASA's, you know, what NASA would have done. So it just goes to show as an example, when you go to places like this, and NASA was, of course, in Chaco Canyon, looking around, trying to figure out why they picked that spot. And it's the energy. I wanted to bring this up. They picked out certain spots on the earth because of the energetic vibrations, because I believe, and, and I want to know what you um, think about this. They, um, that's how they get around. They harness the energy that, that we have. We just don't know how to do it. What do you think about that, Joshua? Well, what I know is that there are a number of energy vortexes on the planet. Right. Two that I can think of that I would say are similar to Chaco Cannon. Mm -hmm. would be the Nazca lines. They actually have an area, a flat area, where it looks like UFOs may have landed. Mm -hmm. And then also Alto Paraiso, which is high paradise in Brazil, near the capital of Brasilia. It's north of there by, I think, one or two hours I went there. It had the same thing. It had yeah. this flat stone area, and the local people were saying UFOs land here and galactic show off. up. And they also said the other thing from that area is there's so much crystal in the ground that if a satellite goes over it, they can see light emanating from that spot. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Hey, we got to go to commercial break because we're doing the podcast too today. So, hey, you guys, I'm here today with Joshua Shapiro. We're talking about what's going on with humanity. And we're talking about, you know, different types of beings that are here. So this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. 
Now welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Joshua Shapiro, and we're talking about all different things that are happening with humanity, and we're talking about other beings that um, are have, have been here for a long time. And Joshua, you know, I, I want to get your take on this too. I, I I feel like you know the SpaceX thing has almost been done to kind of like. Um, maybe cloak what's really going on. Like NASA, I think is working behind the scenes doing space stuff, but they've let like, you know, the, the public come in and do some of their stuff. What do you think about that? Well, I think what's happening is there's different levels of, of space travel okay. that humanity has done. Okay. So there's the public level where, oh, we have these rockets and you know, we need to, to use the rockets to send these mm -hmm. astronauts to the moon, or, you know, they're probably talking about visiting Mars, etc. But uh, what I recall is, I can't remember the name of the book, but there was a special TV show, like a documentary shown in England many years ago, Alternative mm -hmm. 3 is the name of the book, okay. where they actually showed on that program, Russian astronauts with American astronauts in the 1960s already on Mars. Yeah. Now, the other thing that has been discussed, and I'm trying to, there's this one gentleman and I can't remember his name. This is a problem when you're, you get to be in your 60s. You know who you're talking about, but you can't remember the name. I think oh, that's Salia, okay. That's okay. Something like Salia. He's a very well-known uh, geopolitics or something like this. I'm trying to see if I can talk to him. But I read an article and he said that what's happening is we have a secret space program, right. okay, which whistleblowers have talked about, many of them. And we have such advanced technology and, and we're going out and we're dealing with these aliens and so forth. And that the idea of disclosure is they're only going to show a very tiny part of that. It is so... Uh, there are so many levels to it that even people that are involved in the secret space program, some of them have no idea how far away we've gone and what kind of races we've talked to and what kind of agreements that we have. Mm -hmm. So what I'm kind of feeling, and this is the reason why I suggested to you that we speak about the UFOs, is I think that some levels of UFO disclosure is getting really close. I mean, I've seen the government already show some of their video of strange vehicles. The yeah. only thing I'm not sure about, are they showing uh, drones? Are they showing the vehicles that we already have? You know, like, like there was this case in Phoenix, I don't know, about 10 or 15 years ago, the Phoenix Lights. I don't think that was a galactic. Oh, yeah, thing. I remember the Phoenix Lights. Well, I right. was just checking out a podcast and I wanted to bring this up. And I had mentioned to you when we first got on the show, Nick Pope, um, he's out mm -hmm. of the UK. I was watching him and he mentioned that this just happened. So the show was only a couple months ago. There was an American Airlines jet um, that had a near miss with right. uh, an an unidentified flying object and the FAA pilot um, actually the pilot came out and said yes it was 
uh, an, an unidentified flying object. And it was over New Mexico, right where I am. And it was reported. So what they said was that these pilots are now starting to come out like they feel comfortable saying something. And the Department of Defense has begun to speak out. Pilots are beginning to speak out. So I, I really think something's going to happen here, Joshua. What do you think? Yeah, I think it, it's true. And plus, also, in the past, on your shows before, we've spoken about a positive uh, reality coming into the future. Right. And that I have this part of myself I call Argus. Mm -hmm. Argus keeps showing me through my mind's eye that by 2037 to 2040, where, where he is, the galactics are walking amongst us. Right. And the children of that time, it's normal. Okay. They don't think anything of it or or whatever. So I think that uh, part of the process of this positive future coming is disclosure is going to be a part of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it has to be because through the contact with the galactics, we have received very advanced technologies, mm -hmm. which, you know, the elite and, and the people that are working in the black projects, or whatever, they're using this all the time. This is not this will be new for us, but this is old hat for them. And yeah. we're talking about free energy. We're talking about teleportation. We're talking about advanced spacecraft. Healing. Healing. New, yeah. You know, the new system we mentioned before, QFS, yeah. supposedly came from them. That's going to be the new money system with total security. The med beds, you know, all of these things, I think, were gifted to humanity. It's kind of like, that, that movie um, where this alien shows up again, it was in the 50s, and he flies by the Capitol building, and he has a gift to give to humanity, and they shoot him, and they injure him. And then in order to prove to humanity that they have to work together in peace, he sets it up so all electricity all over the planet shuts down for one hour, okay? Oh, yeah. And then he says to them, you know, we are a, a federation of planets. We have these robots that police us. If any planet does an aggression against another, it's too terrible to think what the robots will do. So you, if you want to be a part of that universe, you need to stop your violence. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I think this is kind of this movie, fantastic movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's what it's called. I remember that movie. A fantastic movie, but yeah. I think it's kind of true of where we're headed that, you know, we have had this influence for who knows, hundreds, thousands of years to be warlike and everything that's happening right now, this undeclared war, which we discussed before in prior things, the UFO disclosure or the UFO component is going to be a key part of that. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like these advanced beings, not the negative ones, but the positive ones mm -hmm. are waiting have contact with us to teach us and help us to grow so we will become a galactic civilization and i have memories so memories like during atlantis where we were part of a federation of planets okay. and then we we fell and uh we couldn't be part of it but we're going to go back to that mm -hmm. and i i see you know i have this story i wrote which uh is on my website so we'll give that out before we finish up where mm -hmm. i saw you know, like a human being working with a galactic being going out and doing public talks together. So people would not be afraid. Right. And each sharing a component 
you know, that would help people to understand this. And plus, the other thing that doesn't make any logical sense to me whatsoever for anyone who says, well, we don't have proof. There is so much proof of the existence of these galactic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, oh, yeah. Let's say we talk to a skeptic. You know, I don't believe in it. They've never shown anything. The governments haven't talked about it. Well, Belgium did. Belgium came out one time and Brazil and shared about cases where they had contact. But anyway, it doesn't make any logical sense that creator would say, I only want to have an intelligent life on the earth and right. the rest of the universe is going to be empty. That well, yeah, make- we're thinking we're small minded if we think that. And um, exactly. there, yeah, and there has been uh, a lot of evidence that they've been here for a long time. And, you right. know, like you were talking about, um, and I was watching this documentary, they were talking uh, exactly what you were saying. There were holes in the ground that had to have been made uh, years ago from a spacecraft taking off. That's the only way that different, you know, and they talk about the big stone slabs, like you were talking about a few minutes ago, where right. they take off from. I mean, there's a lot of evidence and Chaco Canyon, for example, um, and then harnessing the energy. They also talk about mercury that's been found um, in the ground. And, and why would that have been found in different places where it didn't mm-hmm. belong, like an energy center, that maybe they use that for their transportation. So, I mean, there's a lot of evidence is, is what right. I and the indigenous people too have their legends. Almost right. every indigenous yes. tribe. The yes. Mayans talk about the grandfathers from the Pleiades. Yes. Okay? Yes. And there was a tribe I met, again, this was connected to my work with Crystal Skulls, but I met this tribe in New Mexico, right? Uh, close to Albuquerque. I can't remember what they're called. Is, well, I know all the tribes out here, which do... Uh... It's a Navajo tribe, but it's a different name. Okay, so it's not and Navajo. I can't remember the okay. name. Okay, okay. But they, he showed me, one of their elders, when I right. met him, and we were talking about crystal skulls too, because mm-hmm. they claimed they had one, was showing me a star language, which I had no idea what did it say. How could these primitive people have possibly come up with this? It was a star language. It was obvious. Mm-hmm. With great knowledge and information, and they were able to read it and to encode it. So, um, so I think it's just a, a question of time. Well, where- yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it was interesting because they were talking about uh, petroglyphs. And, and I need to say this, when I was in Chaco Canyon, you know, there are a lot of petroglyphs. Mm-hmm. And if you look at these petroglyphs and you look at it like these people are from a different place, then it makes sense. Right. It really does. It's kind of crazy, you know, I, I, but I've seen them and they're there. Right. Now, getting back to that tribe in New Mexico. Uh, yeah. Navajo, yeah. The elder took us to a stone which had two hand prints. Okay. Right? Like one the- was human and one was, I don't know. And he said, put your hand on it. And I could only hold my hand there for like five seconds. The energy was so powerful. I couldn't do it. And then I remember as we were looking in the sky, something flew over. I don't know what it was. It was not a bird. It oh was some gosh. strange object that flew over. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, my friend that was with us, she saw it. So it was a really amazing experience with this tribe. Mm-hmm. So, so the key that, uh, that I'm saying is the galactics are going to have a major influence yeah. on the evolution of humanity, not only with the technology that they've gifted us, which has been hidden, but also 
the spiritual teaching and the information and, and so on. Now, I did speak to a medium who had a Pleiadian speaking through, and I think your, your listeners might find this interesting, what I remember from that conversation. Yeah. So I said to the Pleiadian, so when we have this contact with you again, because we have worked with the Pleiadians before, yeah. and I could come visit your planet, right? You go on your spacecraft and you take me there. Oh, no, you wouldn't be able to survive. We don't have any water, and it's of a higher vibration. You could only come if you come in your light body. You cannot come in your physical body. I see. So the reason I'm mentioning this is this is part of the difference that we have with many galactics. They can communicate with us telepathically, or they can work through mediums, but some of them, like the Andromeda, they're of such a high vibration if you're not spiritually advanced, you can't, you, you can't know, have this discussion. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Hey, listen, we got to go to commercial break, but um, we will be right back, you guys. I'm here today with Joshua Shapiro, and we're talking about all the different things that are happening in our galaxy. This is High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Hira, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and I'm back here today with Joshua Shapiro. Gosh, Joshua, you have so many cool stories. I didn't know all those cool stories about New Mexico. You know, this is a real spiritual place here. That must be why I feel comfortable here uh, with the energy, um, because I like it here. I'm comfortable here. Yeah, yeah well, I've been to New Mexico also. I haven't mm-hmm. been to Roswell. No, I have. And it's cool to go to Roswell and I've been to the museum and it's interesting to go and yeah. see it, you know, and, and a lot of there's a lot of, of the locals have written information, their stories about what they remember happened, you know, with the Roswell incident and all of that. But, you know, I just feel like it's time for all this stuff to come out. 
I really intuitively, I just feel like it's time, don't you? Well, since I've been on my spiritual path, which has been in since the 1980s, it was very evident that eventually at some point, you know, disclosure has to happen. Right. How can you live with a lie? You okay? can't. How can you? I mean, so why have they lied to us? What do you think? Why have they lied to us, Joshua, for so long? I mean, come on, give you know, us a little more credit than we're all going to be scared to death. I don't think that. I don't think there'll be panic. Right. I think I think the lie is because who the governments were working with were the not so nice aliens. They did not want people to know that they were controlling, you know, these us, us. So this would be one reason why they would not share it. And the second thing is they didn't want people to know about the advanced technologies, which they're enjoying. Mm -hmm. And uh, if people knew that there was uh, beings who are more powerful than our leaders, and why should we listen to our leaders? Okay? Mm. Which is what we're learning now anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, we're starting to see that many of the people, the leaders of the world, whether they're celebrities or, you know, political or, or uh, you know, millionaires or whatever. Yeah. Their you know, agenda is not for the benefit of humanity. So yeah. they would not want people to know, hey, there's these loving beings out there that want to totally help us. And if we let them come in here, then we won't have power anymore. They don't, don't want to give it up. It's a whole power thing. And that's really crazy. You know, I, I want to bring something up to you really quick. And you and I have never talked about this, but I want to talk about vortexes for a second. And I want to tell a story about something that happened. And I, I'm curious what you think. I don't think I've ever told you this. I was in, I love Laguna Beach. I was in Orange County and I was, uh, I go there quite often. And I was, uh, right there on the main street. And I went into a shop and the lady I've become friends with her. She had a jewelry shop there. And she said, you know, there's a vortex right here. And I said, cause she knew I was a psychic. And I said, that's really crazy. And she said, yeah, there's a sign right out front. In fact, I should have looked it up before we had did the show, but there, when I left her shop on the main drag on the main street, going through Laguna beach, there's a sign and it's posted and it says it's from the international community and that right here is a vortex. I mean, it reads, there is a vortex right here. Did you know that these were marked clearly for us to see? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Blew my mind. There's a, I mean, it's posted. This is a vortex. It was put here. And they say by the, I think it was like the international something committee or whatever. Um, but yeah, so these are all over the place. And I think people just don't pay attention. Yeah, I've been to many places where there are vortexes, Sedona, in yeah. Peru. Yeah. And uh, also like, uh, what am I thinking about? Uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Strange things happen there. That has to be a dimensional door of vortex. Yeah. And the key is if the ships are of a different frequency or energy or different vibration, in order for them to come into our reality, they have to come through these vortexes. They have to come through these a portal. Are probably yeah. um, on the electromagnetic grid of the planet, the right. ley lines, right. certain places where the galactics have come probably hundreds, thousands of years into our reality. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think, oh, you know, they're traveling directly from their planet. No, they're going through these wormholes or vortexes that are connected. It's kind of similar to Stargate SG-1 or Stargate Atlantis, 
you know, where they have the stargate and they walk in and then they go to another stargate that's on another planet. Right. So I believe that's very true. So we have all these vortexes and doorways. Mm-hmm. And the same thing too, I think, for Sasquatch, which is also linked to the galactics. They are galactics. They say they were here before humanity was here. They're also going through these vortexes into a different dimension of the earth. Mm-hmm. And then they also apparently have the ability through the power of their mind, if they sense a person that's around them that's going to be violent with them, they make themselves invisible or they shift their vibrational frequency. Right. So well, all of this stuff is going to be coming out and we're going to, it'll be common knowledge and it'll be a part of, you know, everyday life. Well, yeah. And you talked about the ley lines and I want to mention that, you know, Stonehenge, all these different stones that you see standing up, these are there for a reason. It, it's not, it's not, a, a, yeah, it's, all these, and I, what do you call them? The the tall, not even the standing stones, but what are the other ones called? Obelisk, that, um, yes, yes, yes. And they're throughout, they're all along the same ley right. lines. And so it's almost like uh, they set this up so they knew where the land. Right. And the yeah. pyramids too are yeah. part of this as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just pyramids bizarre. Too. And so, it's so obvious Joshua, I mean, if you look at it, it's really obvious. that Right. So we have a lot of stone structures, which would suggest the contact with the galactics in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, they cannot be explained. I mean, in Peru, by Cusco, there was these gigantic stones with no space between them. Mm -hmm. You know, almost like somebody threw them and there's no space between them. The structure there... I'm again, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a very well known sacred site right above Cusco in the mountains. And uh, the, the stone doors there were very tall, like indicating people that were walking through those doors were very tall, taller than us. So there's a lot of evidence that there has been giants or there are giants that exist here too. So it's like all these mysteries, mm-hmm. all these great stories that are being made into movies and TV shows. They're all based on true things that actually exist or have happened in the past. Or maybe it's preparing us. Right. So it's very exciting, I think, that with all this advanced technology and the galactics coming out and and, and a world of total peace and everything, it's going to be really hard to imagine what life is going to be like if what my future self is showing me by 2037 and 2040. I'm excited. I want to ask you about um, people underground, because I know there's civilizations that are going on underground. And I know it's not a conspiracy theory. I know it's happening. I believe it's happening here in New Mexico. Um, But I want to know what you know about it, because I don't know enough, I guess. Well, I'm aware of two different types of people. Let's call them people that are living underground. Okay. So the ones that are between the outer surface and the inner surface, which is hollow, okay, okay, are probably descendants from Atlantis and Lemuria. Really? And when those continents were destroyed, they okay. created cities underground. So I know on Mount Shasta, mm-hmm. there's Lemurians that live there. And where I went in Peru looking for the blue skull, I think there was a city in that mountain that I was by also underground, Lemurians, okay? okay. And that would make sense because the continent of Lemuria would have encompassed the um, western part of South America and North America. And then when it sank, 
these mountains that we see on the coastline, they rose. Okay. okay? So uh, then the hollow earth theory, which I know is correct, the aurora borealis we see in the northern skies mm -hmm. is the light that's coming from the opening at the North Pole. Okay. From the sun that exists at the very center. In other words, we don't have a molten core. We have a little mini sun that's at the very center of the earth. Really? Which provides sunlight for the people who live inside 24 seven. Wow. Okay. And I will tell you when I was in Alaska, Mm -hmm. where they have periods where it's total darkness and periods where it's total light. I was there in the summer and when it was 12 o'clock at night and still sun was out there, I was not tired. I was energized. So those people are going to be energized by the light of this little tiny inner sun. So those people also are very advanced spiritually. The, a lot of the galactics who visit the earth, they will go in and visit with them because they're at the same level. I see. They're very tall people I've heard. And I've had, um, I have some connection. Probably I was an inner earth person at some point. They know me and I just know absolutely it's correct. So these two groups by themselves, in addition to the help that we're going to receive from the positive galactics, ensure that this earth is not going to be destroyed. I don't think so either. This is their planet too. Okay, now they they have, it's kind of like Star Trek. They have the law of non-interference. Okay, but you know, they've made contact with people. There are people who have gone into the inner earth. Admiral Byrd was one of them and he wrote about it and the amazing journey. And they said, we are preserving in case humanity on the surface destroys itself. We're preserving all of your knowledge, all of your books, all of your writings, all of your art. All, all the great things from your civilization. Yeah, I got chills on that one. That's and really scary. The warning, and the government said, you are not allowed to talk about this in any way whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Keep the so people keep down. the people out of it, you know. Don't let them know. I think when all this happens, they will all come out too, don't you? Yes, of course. They want to because they know we are their brothers and sisters. They would call us their younger brothers and sisters. Yeah, we right. can learn so much. You know, yeah. and, and they have, and the joy, just like we have joy of helping our family or our friends, mm -hmm. they want to help us. But they have to respect that the people of the surface, especially right now, we are going through very tough lessons. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move into that because there's something very important I wanted to share, which I think Gene Decode has probably said on your, on your programs as well. Okay. People are asking if there is this war on consciousness and there's the light side and the dark side, why aren't we seeing more of the actions of the light side? Right. Well, let's go to commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk about that. Okay. Okay, great. you guys. Okay, cool. I'm here today with Joshua Shapiro and this is Nancy Yerald. This is High Road to Humanity and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? 
What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here with Joshua Shapiro, and we're going to talk about what's happening with humanity and why do you think it is the way it is, Joshua? Okay, so as I was saying before the break, many people have been brought up, that includes you and I, through the systems that were created by the people who are in charge, call them whatever you want, the elite, the cabal, the Illuminati, whatever name you want to give to them. And um, the key essence of what I, I believe and what many people are saying is that almost everything that we're taught, we have to be ready to throw it all away, that it is not totally based on, on the truth. But this is what we were brought up with. So let's say, for example, a, gal- a galactic race like the Pleiadians, who are very low, they want to come down here, they want to interact with us, they want to help us out, you know, but the people have been taught and, brain- and almost brainwashed. No, aliens are, are, bad. are not good for us. Yeah. They're here to conquer us. Stay yeah. away from them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, these positive ones know that they can't just come straight down here, okay? Right. But they show themselves. They create curiosity. Mm-hmm. And they contact certain individuals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they know those individuals are either star seeds, star people, wanderers, whatever, on a soul level that they agreed before they were born, they would have this contact with the galactics, okay? And then as a person, they would give messages. So it's the same thing if there's this war going on, why aren't the positives, you know, just coming in, like let's take the US election. Mm -hmm. I heard that they put some special uh, code on all the ballots, all right? Which you can see with the special camera, all right? And that may be what they're doing right now in Arizona. That may be how they're seeing which are legal ballots. Right. They're looking at in that. the 2020 election. Right. Okay. So the, the, the challenge is, is most of humanity, and this is the same. I can't believe how many millions of people 
have said, okay, I'm going to be vaccinated. This is the absolute worst thing they could have done. I know. I just saw a report on Telegram, and I can't verify any of the uh, the numbers, but it was showing like 750,000 people have suffered out of 20 or 28 million. I don't know if this is true or not, but I believe that there's some semblance of truth of that. So people are not going to believe if all, if we all of a sudden the positive comes out and they say, okay, these people you trusted, they did nefarious things. It has to be done in a very special, gradual way. Okay? Well, we have to see, I think people, what you're trying to say, I think, is that people have to see the truth and they have to realize how bad uh, these, our leaders really are. Right. And that's what they're seeing now through Biden. It's yeah. like all these things the Democrats are trying to do. They're trying to make us into a communist country. I they're know. trying to take away all of our rights. Our freedom. And our freedom. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I don't know how people can't see this. I mean, well, I know people want to trust and believe in the system of government we have. Yeah, but it doesn't, you know, and I'll tell you something that really freaks me out I, really quick. I just want to mention this when you were talking about it, it made me think, you know, our phones and our technology and right. Siri, and, you know, they want control so that they can make sure that they can open our refrigerator for us and they can turn on our stove for us. Right. We don't need to have that. We have a we have a computer and it it does everything. But you know what that does? That that's control. All of yeah. this is control. You know, they control what we see, what we do, where we go. And if you're not vaccinated, I mean, this is just gets nuts. And so um, I'm really hoping that these guys come um, come down and help us out because this is really not working well for for right. us. Now, I I had a personal experience. Yeah. I take this as a sign. I was uh, early, late night or early morning, you know, I'm just kind of sitting watching TV and I'm thinking about, you know, the direction they're taking this with the vaccines and the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's going to start to get to a point where it's going to be totally ludicrous. And that freedom that you talked about is you, you won't be able to bring it back. Mm -hmm. And I, I was thinking to myself, we've got to start doing something. We have to let people know the truth of what's going on. And a purple blue light flashed at me. Wow. Okay. Now my spiritual gifts is I feel energy and I'm telepathic, but I don't see so much, but sometimes I will see colored lights flash at me because my third eye is not totally. Open. I think you told me this, Joshua. I think yeah. it's cool. Yeah. So I think that was the galactic saying, be patient. There is a, a plan in progress. And what's been happening since the pandemic came out is the truth has been shown here and there. The problem is, is if you don't know where to look and you're basing everything on the media or what, you know, Facebook is telling you is false or whatever, like Telegram is the best place I found. Well, yeah, but I'm just going to say, use your brain. I mean, come on, use your brain, be well, logical well, about this. People are not, people are not thinking logically. And, and I just, let me just get this out. People are yeah. not thinking logically. You put a mask on your face. So you're breathing in your own air. What do you think that's going to do to you? You know, I saw a girl running a race that's in high school and she had a mask on and she collapsed at the finish line because she couldn't get enough air. Right. You know, we are not supposed to wear these masks. What's it doing to little children? To be right. honest with you, this is not healthy. 
This is just not healthy. And then the other thing that's really bothering me are they're trying to separate people who have taken the vaccine from people who haven't taken the vaccine. And then they're coming on with these commercials, which I, I try not to watch too much of the media to try to shame you if you haven't taken it. And I'm like, right. seriously? Yeah. yeah. I'm hopeful that the people who have taken the vaccine when these med beds are released, that this is how that they may be able to get cured by whatever is in those shots, because they keep saying like the, the companies didn't even test it. They're testing it now and experimenting with the people they're giving it to. They didn't do that testing before. So, so but anyway, the key is for all of this is that regardless of what's going on, you may hear a baby, uh, I do hear a baby. His daughter just came in with her. She's <laughs> a month old. Uh, the key to all of it is, I believe, is, is whatever the, the major media says, expect the, the reverse. Think Correct. the reverse. Yeah. Okay? Right. And just focus on meditation. Focus on living in a world that's very positive. You know, we're talking about these beings coming and helping us and all these great technologies mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. as we work together, we can co-create because everything is created by consciousness. Right. So as we work together and focus on this positive future and don't come from fear and don't panic. Okay. And know that there it's really, it's a divine plan. I mean, yes, there are human beings that are going to be involved that are going to do this, but there is a higher force. There is God is involved in this. There is a divine right. plan. Right. And, you know, I just believe that this future self who's talking to me, that's showing paradise. This is where we're headed. We don't need to know step by step how we're going to get there. But we're going to get we just there. We need to know that this <laughs> is the end result. Yeah. And I want to follow up on what you just said as far as staying, and I call it balance. I've been really trying to stay balanced. And through this whole thing, I just want to, I can only speak for myself. I've stayed really balanced and connected with the divine and I've watched all this stuff go on around me, but I'm not affected. I just stay. And when I go out into the world and you and I talked about this, you know, I just put white light around myself, know that I'm protected and I don't worry. And it seems to be okay. Yeah. And the other thing, and this was a message from the Pleiadians that I read again, it was the link from telegram. They said, Human beings think and feel guilty that they have to help everybody else. Oh, yes. okay? Like, you know, you, you love your family members, you love your friends, your extended family, and you watch them going through uh, challenges. And you know how, if they would just change something that they could do it, but they're not wanting to listen. Right. Okay? And then it's like, you're totally focused on them and trying to help them. What we have to understand is first you have to find your balance right. and your joy and your peace. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have that, how can you help somebody else? Yeah, right? it's like being on the airplane. They say, put your mask on first. Right. Same thing. So, so this is, so some people will say, well, we are taught that if I just focus on me, I'm being selfish. No. Okay. But what it is, it's balance. Right. Okay. It's like trying to find your balance, where you're peaceful, where you're calm, and then you can go out and help those people who are ready. Okay. You can't, you can't like say you're a spiritual person and somebody's, you know, totally into the dogma of other religions 
you know, start preaching to them and say, you know, you got it all wrong. They're not going to listen to you. No. Uh -uh. But what may make a more of a difference is through your um, example of right. how you're living. Right. How your state of mind and how you right. see things. Right. You may plant a seed with that individual, which then another person may pick up later when they're ready. Well, yeah, we so, lead by we lead by example and we lead with our light. Yes, exactly. We do. But we can't force another person no. to do what we think is going to be best for them. We can only be an example and we can only send them love and yeah. not to feel guilty. And you can't help everybody else. I it's know. Impossible. I know. I'm really glad you said that because I've had a lot of people contact me and say, oh, family members got the shot and I didn't and I don't and they don't understand. And I try to talk to them or just not even about the shot, just about life and what's going on. Right. But I and, and I'm so glad you said this because we can only help the people who want help. We right. can only inform the people who want to listen. We can't help people who don't want to know or don't want to listen. No. And, and yeah, and I just want to say one more quick thing. Everybody's on a different path. Yeah, everybody is going to learn this at a different time. We're right. all not on the same, you know, path. So right. your neighbor may wake up a little bit later than you do or vice versa. You know what I mean? Right. So mm -hmm. you have to be careful not to make judgment. Right. Okay? Because every person is an aspect of creator. Mm -hmm. And I, I told you before in one of the other interviews, the message I got when I asked, what does each of us as small individuals in this huge you know, reality, how does creator receive from us? And creator says, through being yourself and your experiences. Mm -hmm. So each person has set up before they were born as a spirit, what experiences they're going to have. Some people said, I'm not going to be awake. I'm going to come down here. And I'm going to follow what the media says and the whole thing. And I'm going to follow those experiences. And that's what the soul decided. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the, the key is we can't judge and we can't force, but we can be an example. And there will be certain people who will be drawn. Right. You know, where did you get that information? Or why are you so happy when there's so much misery? I know. I know. People, I've, I've had people ask me that. How can you be so Why happy? are you so positive? When yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's looking like everything is going to hell and they're going to force the vaccines on us. And then we're going to be the communists. It ain't going to happen. No. I know this for a fact. God's will will not bring this future into our world. No. It is not going to happen because we came here to create a planet of peace and light and love for all the children, the young children and the children being born and the children that will be born. Right. They will receive a peaceful harmonious world. And many of those children in the future will not understand the experiences that we are going through now. Right. It will be incomprehensible. To what we're doing. Yeah. Gosh, Joshua, thanks for coming on today. I really sure. appreciate it. I think people just want to hear that. They want to hear that there's light at the end of the tunnel and there is light at the right. end of the tunnel. So thank you for coming on. So today. before we finish, let me give out my contact. Give out your information. Yes. And, I'll do and the three free eBooks that we still have that okay. anybody can receive. Go for it. So our website is CSE, like Crystal Skull Explorer, cxcse.crystalskullexplorers.com. Right. Email crystalskullexplorers at gmail.com. And if you send me an email there, I have three free ebooks. 
One is about crystal skulls, obviously. One is about that we may be in a computer simulation. So I have some possible evidence for that. But the last one are these messages that I received from my future self, plus also the coma experience I had where I was gone for three days when I lived in Las Vegas, where I, again, I saw the future, but it was blank for me. But I was told as it starts happening, you're gonna know what's true and what's not. So we have a free ebook for that. So all you have to do, send me an email and I'll send you to the page we have where all three books are, three ebooks are, and you can download them. Thank you, Joshua. Hey, and if you guys are interested in a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyeralt.com. You can click on the book and it'll go to my calendar and you can pick out your date and time. Joshua, I am so thrilled that you came today and thank you. We're doing Always good work, man. We're doing good work. We're going to, we're going to help humanity as much as we can. If they want, if they want our help, right? Right. But I think what's going to happen is when all these positive things start happening and a lot of people are going to be confused. They're going to come look for us. I Can know. You explain to me what's going on. How is this possible? How that's, does it work? That's so okay. We've been, we've been in training for all our lives. I know you and I, and, and I have to say you and I have a connection from way back. And, and so it's interesting that all these different people like you and I are connected again. So, yes. And we're our, here to help. Our family, extended families coming together mm-hmm. and we're going to have a big party and celebration and a great time coming. And we need to see that and not be giving our power away to all these, this movie we're in. It's a movie. It's not true. Don't give your power away, you guys. All right. We got to get out of here for today. Gosh, Joshua, thanks again. Everyone have a great week. And this is High Road to Humanity. And I will talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. She can achieve your goal